Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. And welcome to a Monday, March 6th episode edition of The Elephants in the Room. How are you doing? doing great how are you doing good 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 we we skipped friday's episode and uh we're back at it uh we didn't miss much honestly friday that we can't cover here because honestly uh friday is overshadowed by the news that's happened today and over the weekend so why don't we dive right into it because i think we're going to try to make this a little bit quicker we always say that, and usual. then it ends up being longer than usual. So maybe well, we should stop jinxing ourselves. Well, so I think the big thing to talk about, obviously, over the past week has been the first full six days of Trump versus DeSantis. DeSantis, Even though DeSantis is, quote-unquote, not running yet. Well, DeSantis <laughs> is on his book tour, right? And he's been, in Calif- he's been in California. He's been traveling across the country. He's been promoting Make America Florida. Is that really his slogan? No, but it's a chapter in his book. Oh. Yes, that's right. And um, um, and then Trump, of course, it was Trump pack over the weekend. It's no longer CPAC. Um, it, there was a time when CPAC used to be a circle the weekend event in the conservative activist weekend, and it is now essentially the Donald Trump weekend. In Washington, D.C. And make, Mike Pompeo spoke and Nikki Haley spoke, and we don't need to spend too much time speaking about them because we've already talked about candidates like them. They're running the race to make a little bit of money, raise raise attention to some issues that they care about. Congratulations. Thank you. Exit through the gift shop, as they say. <laughs> And, um, but uh, the fact that CPAC's change isn't, isn't that big of a deal, but, but Trump was the keynote speaker at CPAC this weekend and brought the, uh, uh, the, um, half three quarters filled room, not, not a sold out show, by the way, I, that's, that's just reporting. That's not me taking a shot at Donald Trump. That is Did just he reporting. go on a five-year tyrant tirade about how it was actually full? No, no, no. He hasn't. He hasn't talked about that yet. As from what I've seen, I don't know. I'm not on Truth Social. I don't need to be on Truth Social. There's, um, and um, but no, it was an hour and forty-five minutes, and um, it was him playing the hits, playing some classics, playing some new stuff, trying out some new material. What was his new material like? 
Well, so the focus of the new material was this. Uh, this is one of the headlines that made the papers. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. People are tired of rhinos and globalists. They want to see America first. Either they win or we win. And if they win, we no longer have a country. So we're fighting the Democrats and a wing of the conservative party. What could go wrong? It's like a independent. Well, that last part, he was talking about the election itself, like him or Biden. Like okay. if they, if, if he doesn't win, it's all over. He's really, a lot of this was framed as I read through it very much as a final battle. It's the final countdown. It's the final countdown. That's really how he's framing this election. And um, he spent a lot of time um, making sure that he was offering a clear vision opposed uh, that was a complete opposite of what Joe Biden was offering. Um, very clear, make your choice, American public. Um, it went over well in the room, but the room was filled with his supporters. Um, there's not really any accurate polling on this because not a lot of people watched it. <laughs> um, but what I do know is something that Katie and I have spoken about over the past couple of days, which is... <clears throat> handicapping this 2024 Republican primary and why Donald Trump continues to be the dominant force. And this is going to get into why DeSantis, I think, had a disappointing book launch, which is that Donald Trump continues to control the microphone. He dictates the conversation. Everything is centered around Donald Trump, what Donald Trump thinks, what Donald Trump has to say, what Donald Trump does, what Donald Trump has for breakfast. What did Donald Trump shoot this morning at the golf course? Yep. It all centers around him. It never centers around what Ron DeSantis is saying or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo or Mike Pence or Mitch McConnell or Kevin McCarthy or any other Republican. The conversation politically and the Republican Party always centers around Donald Trump. And this is the biggest hill that Ron DeSantis has to climb. And this weekend was an opportunity for Ron DeSantis to take control of the microphone. Or at least fire a a shot across the bow at Trump being, hey, look, my book launched. I'm in control. I don't think he's done a very good job at this. The first thing he did was he immediately backed down on Social Security. We're not going to mess with Social Security as Republicans, Ron DeSantis told Fox News. I think that's pretty clear. 
There's a lot of budget people used to say they would blame Social Security or Medicare for budget woes, but the reality is they have printed trillions and trillions of dollars, and that has really fueled the inflation, the governor said. Okay, so he's confusing a couple of issues here. He's confusing inflation, and he's confusing our budget crisis, right, our, de our debt crisis. Okay, yes, it's true. Inflation was fueled by a lot of government spending, but it's also true that for the foreseeable future, Medicare and Social Security spending is going to grow and grow and grow and grow to the point where it is no longer even funded by IOUs. We're going to actually have to start cut, having to start to cut benefits for these programs if we want to stay solvent as a country. This is math. This is this. These are facts, folks. There is no there. This is a stone cold arithmetic fact. The problem is no one wants to vote for it. Correct. No one Correct. wants to vote themselves out of money. No one wants to vote their grandkids out of money. Well, it's preposterous, frankly, that people in our generation think that they get to retire at 62. That's nuts. That's absolutely nuts. Life expectancy yeah. in America is what, for women 77 and for men 76, something like that, or 78, 78, 76, or 79, 77, something like that. It's pretty darn good. It's pretty darn good. And as we've discussed in the show, Social Security is not plan A, B, or C. Social Security is and was, or Social Security was intended to be a safety net. Furthermore, the Supreme Court has ruled that you are not entitled to your Social Security benefits. The government can actually take them away. Did you know that? But will they actually? <laughs> Many Americans believe that Social Security is an earned right. That is because they have paid Social Security taxes. They are entitled to receive Social Security benefits. The government encourages this belief by referring to Social Security taxes as contributions, as in the Federal Insurance Contributions Act, FICA. Is this DeSantis speaking? Or no, this is from the Cato okay. Institute. However, in the case of Fleming versus Nestor, the United States Supreme Court, Supreme Court ruled that workers have no legally binding contractual or property right to their Social Security benefits. And those benefits can be changed, cut, or even taken away at any time. I.e., play stupid games, win stupid prizes, or poop or get off the pot would be another way to put it. Everyone's benefits are at risk, at risk if, our pol if we don't force our politicians to make a decision on this issue. So if you want to keep your benefits, or you want to keep them where they are, tell them to solve this now. Make the younger generation pay for it. We're already paying for everything anyways. Right? Sweet. Thanks, everyone. Awesome. But yeah, no, that was hit number one. Number two was an interview that Ron DeSantis gave at the Times of London. In which the reporter continually asked him, well, what would you do differently from in Ukraine than President Biden? And Ron DeSantis finally snapped and said, you want to know what? I think you have all the information you have here. Why don't you move on to another topic? Without Did he answer the question? Without, as the reporter said, actually distinguishing what he would do differently than Biden in Ukraine. Mm, don't love that. 
So here we have someone who's a little touchy around the press already. We know this. And that's fine. Fine to be combative around the press. But you can't, you can't give your opponents openings while dealing with the press just because you think you're being asked an unfair question. It's not an unfair question, by the way. It's not an unfair question to ask what would you do differently than Joe Biden in Ukraine. It's not an unfair question to ask what would you do differently than Donald Trump. Why are you different than President Trump? Why should people vote for you instead of President Trump? The devil they know versus the devil they don't. <laughs> right? You're supposedly more electable, yet you're unable to convince people right now why you should be the candidate instead of President Trump. That doesn't scream electability to me. Mm. And that's why I hate that term, electability. <laughs> Our candidate is more electable. This person's more electable. How the hell do you know that? How do you know what people are going to be thinking a, a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now? Well, maybe you could say they have less baggage. They're already painting Ron DeSantis as Hitler. He's worse than Hitler. He's worse than Hitler. You want to know why? Because Ron DeSantis saw what Hitler did, and he said, I don't mind. That's the new line. That's here's the new the, line. Here's the difference, though. And he's yes. endorsed by Hitler. Hit, Trump Hitler we, endorsed Ron right. DeSantis We already Hitler. know the media is going to paint him as whatever. Like That is just par for the course. We know mm -hmm. that's going to happen with Republicans. The difference is... Donald Trump is already negatively painted in the minds of 55% of Americans. DeSantis isn't painted that way yet. See, but that's not leadership. That's not convincing people to vote for you. That's, that's just saying, hey, look, here is a less offensive person I'm that we saying, think you might like. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just pushing I'm just back. I'm DeSantis has a less of a... Of, less mental baggage for folks to overcome than does Trump. Well, you're, you, you know, in some, in some respects, which I think you're, what you're saying is what they're talking about in the NFL right now after the combine this weekend, which is that he has a lot of potential. Right. He's got potential. We're looking at him and you're going, you know, he could be something. Right. Is he ready to start Week one is the question. And I've contended, yes, he is. I still think he is. Is this an endorsement of him? No. My argument is he's run Florida successfully. He's been reelected as governor of Florida. He increased his vote share as governor of Florida. His star is never going to be shining brighter than it is right now. You need to strike when the iron is hot in politics. Because as Cory as a Cory Booker and Chris Christie and many others have learned throughout history, once your time is passed, it's really hard to reclaim the spotlight. The media is always looking for the next, right? Everyone's like, that's just human nature. We're always looking for the next. We're always looking for who's next. Who's on the bench? What's coming up next? Hey, this race was a lot of fun. When do we do this again? And who's going to be involved? Make no mistake about it, in 2028, Republicans will be going up against Governor Westmore of Maryland. Look them up, folks. Look them up, folks. 
Obama 2.0. Obama with fati- Obama in fatigues. That's all he is. No, 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 no. That's that's what they're running. They're going to run Obama in fatigues. And what what is Obama in fatigues doing right now? Governor of Maryland. Governor. Of a failed state. Was previously governed by a Republican, no? Larry Hogan. So who burned it to the ground first? Democrats. <laughs> now we just have to pin Baltimore on the West, West Moore. Obama in fatigues. Look him up. He's just a Trojan horse. Don't worry about it. He can play the, he can play the, uh, the boy next door war hero image as much as he wants. But the fact of the matter is that he is a dedicated, dedicated proponent of Marxist ideas. As a fact... And he's inflated. That's 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 a cell phone. That's a cell phone alarm. We're not going to cut it. No, we're not going to cut it. Our our audience, our audience knows a cell phone alarm going off. Folks, just so you know, my wife is making us cinnamon rolls tonight, and the alarm was letting her know that these cinnamon rolls are to be taken out of the oven. And now our house smells like a cinnabon. But what I'm getting at, but what I'm getting at, while my wife frosts the cinnamon buns, is that um, <laughs> to back to your fifty-five percent point in the potential in Ron DeSantis. Yeah, you're only able to make good on that potential if you seize the moment, if you seize your opportunity, if you step up and put yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable to the most public failure imaginable. And you've just got to put that out of your mind and you've got to keep trucking along and you've got to try to dominate the conversation and make it about you and about how you're driving the country forward. And generally speaking, a candidate of Ron DeSantis's nature should be controlling the narrative on the week his book is launched. And I did not see him controlling the narrative the week that his book was launched. And I think that, that we're seeing more and more opportunities where he's more prickly than combative. Combative. And... Um, He's failing to stick his neck out there. And those are two things you have to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind someone being combative. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is why we like Donald Trump. But you need to be combative when it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, I didn't watch the interview, but I'm taking your word for it. It sounds like he didn't actually answer the question. He did not. So you can't get mad about it. If you actually answer the question and then they're either still trying to ask you or they're trying to put words in your mouth, that's when you combat. That's mm-hmm. when you, you say like, hey, you know, you're being biased and like ridiculous yep. and move on. And I don't, I don't want this. I, and and I, I think we should, we should, we should move on from this quickly because I don't want this to be a dump on, a dump on DeSantis, DeSantis segment. But as as we spoke about on Wednesday, the goal of this show is not to advocate for a candidate. The goal of this show is to report to you what is happening 
and for us to provide our opinions on whether or not it is moving forward conservative, limited government ideals. That is it. We are idealists. We under I, I fully understand that there are people out there in the public who don't want to who, who don't want our politicians to make tough decisions. They just want to make sure that their life is as comfortable as it can be until they um, take their last breath. That is fine. Right? This is the market. This is the invisible hand of the market. Everyone's fighting, every everyone is going after their own goal. It is our job to convince people. And to make people understand that the country that they would be leaving to their children and grandchildren would be severely incapacitated in the, over the coming decades if the current spending structure continues. That's it. These are facts. These are facts, people. You want another fact? Dr. Fauci should go to jail. <laughs> Tell me more. New emails show Dr. Anthony Fauci commissioned scientific paper in February 2020 to disprove Wuhan leak theory. New emails uncovered by House Republicans probing the COVID-19 pandemic reveal the deceptive nature of Dr. Anthony Fauci. This comes from Miranda Devine in the New York Post. They show he prompted or commissioned and had final approval on a scientific paper written specifically in February 2020 to disprove the theory that the virus leaked from a lab, a lab, a lab in Wuhan, a lab in Wuhan, China. Eight weeks later, Fauci stood at a White House press conference alongside President Donald Trump and cited that paper as evidence that the lab leak theory was implausible while pretending it had nothing to do with him and he did not know the authors. There was a study recently, he told reporters on April 17th, 2020, when asked if the virus could have come from a Chinese lab, where a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists looked at the sequences in bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So the paper will be available. I don't have the authors right now, but we can make it available to you. That was complete and utter bull poo-poo. <laughs> How do we hold someone like this accountable? How does he get held accountable? I guess it's up to our Congress people, no? I mean, we I can't think recall that- him. He's not an elected official. Now, this has to be one of the questions for, I think, the candidates going forward. How are you going to bring justice? How are you going to bring Anthony Fauci to justice? This petty little dictator who ended up accumulating too much power flaunted it. Remember the Nationals game? Got his own little private Nationals game. Mask not included. It's going to get worse and worse and worse for Anthony Fauci. I don't need to call him Dr. Fauci. He doesn't deserve my respect. Or yours.
Right. Buckle up, Rapoli Stefanik, representative of New York, the number three House Republican, told Politico in an interview at the conclusion of CPAC, Trump is going to win the primary and defeat Joe Biden. There you go. Who's going to win? Trump is going to beat Biden, according to Elise Stefanik. Oh, okay. All right. I don't really have a food question. I'm sorry. I don't. I wish I did. Do you have one? Um, well, we did just bake cinnamon rolls. Yeah. Okay. So what about cinnamon rolls? Well, now I was trying to think we could go with... What's uh, your favorite mall dessert? Because I think a Cinnabon. Mall, like a mall food. What do you like? You're at the mall and you're hungry. What are you looking for? I never ate Cinnabons. Neither do we. Um... I do really like the pretzels, though I never really ate them. Wetzel's pretzels? Yeah, I can count on like one hand the number of times. Mm -hmm. Um, We always went to Sweet Factory. I don't know if that was a West Coast thing or if that was everywhere. It's like a candy shop? Yeah, it was called Sweet Factory. And they had all these candies like in these tall... Yeah, like pay by the pound. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. pay by the pound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just kind of shoop into a bag and then you paid at the end. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? What would you get at the food court, though? Um, we didn't eat a lot at the food court, but if I did, probably like Panda Express. I want to say there was a boudin in the that's fancy Stonestown Mall, but I can't remember anymore. Oh, I used to get a lot of corn dogs. There was a corn dog place. Mm. I don't remember the name of it, but it was blue and yellow. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it. Those are good. Orange Julius. We didn't have that. Strawberry Julius. Any of the Juliuses. We, don't, we didn't have that at all. Yeah, the Juliuses were a big part of mall life for me. Big Taco Bell in the mall. We had Taco Bell in the mall. Get no. that. Yeah. Walk around with some tacos. Uh, pizza. Pizza. Get Sabaro. Sabaro. We did have Sabaro, but I yeah, didn't get it. Yeah, get that Sabaro. <laughs> I'll tell you what was weird when they started putting like full size restaurants into malls. So it's no longer just a food court. It'd be like, oh, there's like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, they, I don't think they ever did that in Stone. I mean, we had like a Chili's, but it wasn't in the mall. It was like right next to it. Baby back ribs. I want my Chili's baby back ribs. I mean, we would go there in high school Barbecue for sauce. birthdays because they'd give you a free hat if you said it was your birthday. Yeah. And was so that your favorite there. high school place to do Chili's? Yeah, we all did our birthdays there. Nice. Nice. Or fake birthdays. I don't think we did the fake ones too much, but we did fake hat. ones whenever. We would do fake ones whenever. I don't know if we really had a, ba- a a regular place, but we had a regular. We had Szechuan in downtown Exeter. That was a reg. That was a good spot. New England pizza, Supreme pizza. I'm totally giving up like who I am and where I grew up. It's okay. They're gonna come and haunt you, except you don't live there anymore. Chicken so finger subs, matter. baby. Chicken finger subs. That's not a real thing. But anyways, yeah, my mall food would be like Taco Bell, Sabaro, and or, but definitely being washed down with an orange Julius. There you go. All right. Well, this was a quickie. So good what job, What do we team. end up at? Uh, a little shy of 30 minutes. Nice. So hopefully you all enjoyed this. And hopefully we go longer on Wednesday. Yeah. All right. See y'all on Wednesday. Bye. The chant is drill, baby, drill. He had such enough.
was fun. And he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. <laughs> America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>